Cowboy. Cadillac. Who are they? There are rumors that they helped with the disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa. They received a Nobel Prize for finding the cure for cancer. They've saved third world countries from evil dictators. No, they didn't do any of those things. But they are great at doing business. Welcome to the Cowboy and Cadillac Show. Hey, good morning to the Cowboy and Cadillac Show. Cowboy here. Cadillac here. Cadillac, tell the people there what uh, what are we all about? Well, we're about a lot of things. But uh, for the sake of what we're doing right here, right now, what we want you guys at home to know is that we are God-fearing, gun-toting, free market capitalists. About right, isn't it? Couldn't be said any better. I think we're spot on with that, Cowboy. Hey, listen, one of the things we do at the first of our show and at the end of every show that we have is we like to do a little shot of whiskey. Yes, we uh, do. And this morning we've got some American Freedom Distillery. And this is a pretty important, to us, pretty important. It's very patriotic. They're, these are some of the Green Berets that actually fought in Afghanistan. You may have seen the movie 12 Strong. Uh, some of these guys were involved in that scenario. Maybe not based directly off of them, but... Had everything to do with our freedom. Had everything to do with yeah. them going and fighting for us so we can do what we're doing today. And, hey, listen, just on a side note, if you want to see more content like we're going to give you today and like we gave you previously, make sure you subscribe. That'll help us That'll help us keep moving forward. And comments always, haters, likers, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, remember last week I'll take the, uh, the honors that uh, it's very important for – Cowboy and Cadillac, you know, everybody that knows us understands that when you toast to any drink you have. This is important, folks. Y'all better listen up. Well, it's a matter of, you know, quality life or pitiful life is that <laughs> if you don't look the person you're toasting dead in the eyeball, tell them what is, what's going to happen, Cowboy. Seven years of bad sex. Yeah, nobody can afford that. Nope. Yeah, and if you are in that type of a slump, maybe it's because you're toasting incorrectly. Let us help you there. You ready? Here's Cowboy and Cadillac. Cowboy and Cadillac. That is high quality. Very good. Tasty. It is. I like it. You know, I'm a Jack Daniels fan. Huge Jack Daniels fan. Matter of fact, I yeah. bought a barrel of Jack Daniels back in the early 2000s. <laughs> He's it's a squire. Gone. He's a squire. It's gone. Yeah. I do own a small little one inch by one inch square of property over it. Lynchburg, Tennessee. That's true. I've actually seen it. Yep. True story. And I helped it. How many fifths you get out of that? 242 fifths of whiskey came out of that barrel. Yeah, I was uh, I was uh, a part of helping him finish those off, no doubt. So, <laughs> anyway, hey, Horse Soldier, try it out. I can tell you it's the first time right here on this show that I've had it. It is a nice, smooth, but stout whiskey, and uh, Cowboy and Cadillac approved. Yeah. And Good hey, job, listen. fellas. We're going to be drinking whatever y'all want to see us drink on this show. So right. make sure that you give us some comments on what kind of whiskey, what kind of shots you may want us to take before and after. And it doesn't have, have to be just whiskey. No, I mean, you know, limit ourselves. Tequila, um, you name vodkas, it doesn't matter. You know, Cadillac, you know, Cadillac is more of a margarita guy. He likes the little umbrella down in his drink, where I'm more of a, yeah. a neat whiskey kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely wrap my arms around that. It is what it is, fellas. You know, he's got broad shoulders. Look at him; he can tote it. Oh yeah, I carry this. weight. I hey, carry listen, weight. let's talk a little business this morning. Always ready for that. Always. 
I'd like to uh, I'd like to bring up a subject that's kind of hits hard to me is systems inside of a business. Yeah, pretty pretty damn important, cowboy. Really important, and I just want to hit on the fact that systems gives the ability for an owner, owners, you're an owner, we are owners. Maybe you're not. Maybe you want to be. Uh, maybe you're in a position now to where there's not systems in the business that you work in. Systems allow scalability. Systems allow owners to work on their business instead of in it. What happens right. when you get in your business and you're in the daily grind every day of that business? What happens to you? Well, it's the old adage, you can't see the forest for the trees, you know. And you get there in those points where, you know, as an owner, you want to get to a point. And it depends on where you're at in your business. You know, in the early stages of your business, you know, you need to have business plans and ideas, projections of where you want to go, where you want to be. But once you start that, it's more important for you to be hands-on as far as hands in it, getting your hands dirty because depending on where you're at with your resources, so on and so forth, you know, it takes a lot more energy on the front end to get a rocket ship off the ground than once it's in outer space. So at that point... We understand you need to be in it, more involved working in it. But to work on it simply means to be able to have that 50,000-foot view so you see where you're at, where you're going, and how you need to direct. How do you get to 50,000 feet? you got to have systems in place and the right people to help you get there and fulfill those systems. One foot at a time, right? That's it. So it's not like you're going to start off in business and you're just going to have this Mm -hmm. list of systems in place. You're going to have to be the one to create those systems. You're going to have to be the one that actually is in the daily grind to begin with to find out what positions are you doing and what systems are you already performing so you can actually create a playbook, a manual. That's right. Scalable. How do you grow a business? You got to have systems and procedures. And also, I think it's an important time to to mention uh, during the show right here is that if you're in an industry that has a will that's not broken, then maybe you don't have systems that need to be fixed. However, don't get into that cycle of thinking, well, this is the way it's always been done. This is the best way to do it and get yourself there with just the herd of everybody else. If it is the best way, it's the best way. But that's up to you and your business to figure that out for you and your business. Uh, But I can tell you that innovation always takes people who are willing to push the envelope. Correct? 100%. 100%. And yeah. I think we even hit on it last week. We yeah. talked about you got to give 100%. You got to give 150%. You got to right. be there every day making it happen. We're not saying, hey, just write a book and lay it out on the table and the business is going to come and it's going to happen. What we're saying is right. you got to want it. Oh. We, know, we know of many different business entrepreneurs that started mm-hmm. out of a garage, right. started out of a trailer, started out of a truck that now have multi-million dollar entities. That they actually work in. And it's not because they're in them now. It's because they work on them now. It's because they worked in them to begin with to create that playbook. You also know a lot of employees who are even key employees for many different businesses who they always think that I could be that owner. I could do that. I should be doing that. Because I put in these many hours. I do this. I do that. I carry the weight. If How many will. times have we heard, I work 60 hours? I'm telling you, a lot of 60-hour work weeks out there. You know, and, and we're being facetious here. 
there are those of you who do work the 60, 70, 80 plus, no doubt about it. But I'm going to tell you, folks, when you're an owner, you don't realize everything. Uh, let me say, rephrase that. When you're an employee looking at ownership, you don't realize that it never shuts off. So please understand, if you're wanting to make that leap, if you're wanting to make that transition, just understand that you have to be ready for it to consume your life. Because if not, until you get the systems in place and get the people in place to fulfill said systems, uh, your life is 100% focused and consumed. Fighting a lost cause. Yes. And that is not good if you don't have the mental makeup for it or the intestinal fortitude to do it, see it through. And when he says, Cadillac says, it's every day, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. Yeah. Nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Cadillac calls me and says, hey, cowboy, I got an idea. We bounced off. We may be on the phone for an hour. That's right. And we may be talking about yesterday's business or we may be talking about new business, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't ever turn off. Every single day, we're trying to achieve a new way to be successful. It never stops. Never. It shouldn't stop. So when you're in that position. So make sure if you're one of those folks out there who is currently an employee, even if you're a key employee, please understand I just want you to be able to wrap your mind around the idea of never having any mental rest once you step over into the ownership position. That does take a while to make that transition, and some people just can't make it. To go from in to own. Yeah. As far as ownership is concerned. That's right. Of course it does. And every business has started with you working in it. Sure. That's why it starts, because your heart's there. You're in it. You want it to work. You're driving. You got, you have something that's put you in a situation yeah. that has spurred that motivation to a point right. to where you're in it. You're doing everything that you have to do mm-hmm. to make that business work. But then there becomes a point where you have to start stepping back and releasing some of the abilities of the company to other people. Yeah. You know, simply said, delegate. But you got to have the right people to delegate. However, you can overcome having to have the perfect person in every position if you have a system that is closer to fail-proof, yeah. if you will. And I, and I want to just bring something out real quick about Cadillac and myself is we didn't come from money. Nope. Neither one of us came from a situation to where somebody just dropped a million dollars in our lap and said, hey, here's a whole bunch of money. Y'all go out there and go make it. Mm-hmm. Cadillac himself, cowboy, Went out there, motivation, drive, the will, yeah, and didn't give up. No. Even when the economy crashed, even when things were bad, yeah. we were at the height of what we suspected was going to be the height of our careers that was going to set us up for retirement. Yeah, We had the market snatched out from underneath us. Both of us did. Sure. But we came through it, didn't we? That's right. Yeah. That's because when you are in that position, like we said, intestinal fortitude, the mental makeup, you know, you have to be wired for it. It's, it's got to be there. And it's the never say die attitude. You know, right. we always say, you, hear, you may not hear this often, but you'll hear it from us, pit bulls and poodles. You know, <laughs> the whole idea of I just take I this. I didn't mental, know where you were going with that, with the whole <laughs> pit bull and poodle. Listen, I, was, the I mental, got confused. Let me, let me paint a mental picture here. All right. And for those of you like PETA and those folks and some of you socialists out there, and listen, I, I love animals. Matter of fact, right now while we're talking here, what do we have laying at our feet? Little small black lab. His name's Zeus, office mascot. Fantastic dog. Hangs out every day with us. Every single day. So we are 
animal lovers. To go along with yeah. being God-fearing. Gun-toting free market. Capitalist right here. Absolutely. Uh, if Let me just go ahead and say it like this. We are anti-socialist. <laughs> anti- we are anti-socialist. We are anti-socialist. Absolutely. So yeah. make no mistake about that. Hey, you know what? I read an article one time a while back that said if you were to take all of the wealth in an area, mm-hmm. let's just call it a city. You took okay. all the wealth in a city and you redistributed that wealth mm-hmm. equally to everybody in the city. So everybody had the same amount of money. Hey, wait, that sounds so good. That's so hey, nice. This is great. Especially everybody, if I'm in mom's basement right now. That's Go ahead. Making that's, some yeah. meatloaf up there, mom, yeah. I hope. Mm-hmm. You redistribute all of the money. Mm-hmm. Everybody's equal, right? Yeah. Everybody's got the same opportunity, right? Guess what happens? The same 1% of the people that had the money to begin with in that city end up with the money again. Now, why is that? This right here. Drive, brains, yep. want. Socialism doesn't work no, at it doesn't. all. So and, I guess what Cowboy's trying to say is, is you got to get your mind right. And sometimes there's a lot more involved in that than what people think, you know. 60-hour work week, you know, Ooh. if you can't handle those and those are tough, you might want to you might want to double that idea. Hey, let's talk real quick about communication. Communication inside of a business and not yeah. just communication internally mm-hmm. in the business, although that is extremely important amongst your team members to be able to communicate with each other. Yeah. But let's talk about communication with the end user, with the client in that business sure. and how important that is. Well, first of all, let me say there's no such thing as over-communication in my opinion, okay? You cannot over-communicate with your end customer. Obviously, there's some things I want to lay out here that we live in a new world of technology. Everything's always progressing, and, man, it makes things easier, quicker, faster, and I appreciate that. I know you do too, and we love it. Um, But when it comes to communication, we still need to remember the Flintstones a little bit. All right? Because people like those handwritten cards. People like the personal attention when it comes to the end user and your customer. So never forget that. However, uh, we tell our people and every single one of the brands that we have and that we hold through Leendorf, you can find those brands at leendorf.com to see what we're currently involved with. But if it's not an email, it didn't happen. That's right. It didn't happen. You know, whether people have good intentions, bad intentions, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. Create that paper trail. All right. That's right. So have the communication on the phone. Have the, you know, the correspondence and a, and a, you know, a post call, whatever you want to do, a thank you call. But make sure you follow everything up because communication covers a multitude of sins in business. And I'm going to have to hit back on one of the topics that Jeremy and I talk about, and it's it's funny because Jeremy's constantly teaching me something new on my side with me in the businesses that we operate and run. That's right. He's a great guy. Yeah. One of the things that Jeremy has told me that we now relate to all of our employees, no matter what side of the business they're on, mm-hmm. is that if you tell somebody something on the front end, you are now educating that individual. That's right. You're, you're giving them a lesson. You're giving them a, hey, this is what is happening. This is what's going on. Right. Which if, people appreciate. Sure they do. Communication. Right. However, if you leave that part of the equation out and at the end of of something happening, right? you have to tell them the front end, it now becomes an excuse. That's right. So on the front end, it's 
education on the back end is an excuse. And, and nobody wants to hear excuses. Listen, stop right now, wherever you're at, what you're doing right now, watching us, hearing us while you're at your company, whatever it's you're doing, and ask yourself this. The last time you did business with a company, them educating you versus you feeling like you're receiving some form of an excuse, how does that make you feel? So that's something that you can use there again. That's for free. Yeah. And your it client, makes a your huge client, difference. Your client feels the same way that's as right. you feel. If you feel that from that's another right. company that you're working with, they're feeling that same thing from right. you, whatever right. that may be. So Education or excuses, folks, which one are you giving in your business? That's right. That's right. It's very important. And it comes down so, to transparency. It, it rolls right into transparency, which rolls right into communication inside of that business. That's right. I think it's key. Yeah, and there again, I will say that these things produce, you know, they're important in a, especially in a free market capitalist society because we have competition. Sure you know? we do. And competition is a good thing, ladies and gentlemen, for the consumer. So let's keep that in mind too. Educate your customer. I'm not even gonna go. I'm not even gonna go off into big tech right now. But I got to at least slip there for just a quick you second. You can. I, I, we have our thoughts because we talk about capitalism. Yeah, and we talk about there being a healthy market. Yeah. Whenever one person rules everything, that's not healthy. It's not healthy. That's socialism. That's a dictator. Mm-hmm. That, no matter how you want to look at it, that's not. Healthy. And you know what? Here we go. I'm going to go with irony once again when it comes to the socialists out there. And <laughs> and, and liberals, too. I'll put it out there. Ooh. Yeah, get ready. Get ready. It, isn't it amazing to where the liberals and the socialists, for the most part, they want to talk about um, private businesses shouldn't be able to do certain things within a capitalist you know, environment, an economy. But as soon as big tech starts censoring conservative voices, then all of a sudden they turn back and you hear them say, but private businesses can do whatever they want. It's private business. It's private business. I'm just saying, you know, folks, it's about, you know, fair. Let's talk about the definition of fair. I'm getting on a soapbox. Just, you know, you, if you don't he'll like do this, this, he'll mute do this every it, now mute it now. Mute it now, <laughs> and we'll tell you when it's okay to unmute. But my soapbox is simply this, Cowboy, and you know it very, very well, is that you hear people talking about fair, equality. But we have lost the true definition of what fair is in this country, in this Fair is to society. everybody involved. Yeah. Is it fair to all? Hey, look up the definition of equitable. Look that up because at the end of the day, the true definition of fair is equitable across the board, not today's understanding of fair, which is it's fair if it's fair to me. Just saying. What's the idea behind good business relationships? We like to create what? Win-win. situations for everybody involved. That's right. Clients got to receive something and you got to receive something. And maybe that's a money that's exchange. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a relationship for a relationship. Right. Can right. I talk about a relationship real quick? Please do. I, I just want to let everybody know out there, Cowboy's got a great relationship with Mermaid. Now, y'all don't know who Mermaid is, but that's my beautiful wife. Yeah. Yep. And not only do we have a great relationship, but mm-hmm. it's the communication that allows yep. that relationship to be good. And I know you, Cadillac, and yours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
people ask me every day, Cadillac, like how you doing? And my response has to be any better. It just wouldn't be fair. And a lot of that is because of my absolute smoking hot wife at the house, Mrs. Cadillac. So, you know, we are we're blessed men. You know what? Let's talk about our haters real quick because the reason we appreciate haters and the reason that we can understand, we do. We understand our haters to a certain extent is because I put myself in your shoes, haters. And Cowboy, I look at you and I look at me and let's say if we removed ourselves from being us and we looked at us. Ooh, you know, I would hate me. I'm serious. Ooh, I would hate me. Haters. You know, the fact <laughs> of the matter is I'm thankful we've got, uh, we've got good businesses. We solid. do have good, solid businesses. We've got great employees yep. that help us you know, every day. Uh, we've got, uh, we got a little folding change in our pockets. Sure. You know, we, uh, we got some toys. Sure. We do have toys and we like toys. Now, what's um, the number one thing that you like to go home to? Let's say it together. Beautiful our, wife. Oh, smoking. Not just, it's above beautiful. I don't know how we've done it, but we've done it. Luck. Oh. I, well, it was luck on your part. Oh, yeah, well, I had to earn mine, but luck on yours. Yeah, I earned mine too, son. <laughs> I earned mine too. She made me work for it, but at the end of the day, I definitely married above my pay grade. Our wives are smoking hot. Smoking hot. Absolutely. So All if right. I was not me and I looked at me, shit, I'd probably hate me too. But at the end of the day, we understand you. So on this show, leave the hate mail, leave the wonderful comments. We really are here to help anybody who's in business for themselves if we – can help you. We want to help you. That's right. So, and we need for y'all to subscribe, and we need for y'all to comment. The more comments that we can get, we'll start. And listen, yep. you can reach out to our Facebook page at the Cowboy and Cadillac Show. You can reach out to uh, Instagram. We're going to be – I think we're going to go worldwide. That's what I heard. Yeah. I, I heard we're going worldwide. Yeah. I, I'm not 100% sure, but story around the campfire is that's worldwide. The camp, that's the campfire talk. You know, that's up to you folks at home, though. That's right. You know, so if you could like and share and tell your friends and so on and so forth, that'd be great. Uh, I will tell you this. We do, in our life, we work to live. You know, we really do. And I know in the beginning of different brands and businesses, it seems as though it's like we live to work. However, we enjoy life. We like the toys. We like going out. We like to have a good time. And we really do live big. We believe that you have one life. We believe in living it big, living it large. You know, we may let you see some insight into some of that if uh, our producers will allow us to show some of these things <laughs> and our wives will allow us to show some of these things. But, you know, we do believe in having a good time. Yeah, we do. Hey, our yeah. wives have fun with us. They do. They're right there with us, yeah. neck and neck. Yeah. We push them, but they're right there. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, um, listen, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little thirsty. I got that, this little... I want to take a taste risk. bud that's, that's just yearning for a little small. I'm going to take a risk, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to allow my partner to pour this final shot. If you'll go back to last week's show and you'll look at that second shot to close out and look at what he did to us, it was fair. It was fair trade. Folks, we actually do business, okay? I want you to know that. We do business. And the reason I'm saying that is simply this. I had a 1230 appointment. <laughs> with a client at the end of our show, 
Hang on now, not a four ouncer again. <laughs> I got to stop. Is that he, enough? That's plenty for me. Oh, it's, we're just tasting. It. I forgot. Yeah. So he pours about a go back and look. You can see it for yourself. Pours about a four ounce shot last week. Let's just say I had to warm up the coffee pot before I got to that next appointment. It was he got me. And of course, you can't stop mid drink. And while I'm paying attention to you guys and making sure to get across this point, but if I could, let me go to Systems just one last minute to wrap this thing you know, up for us today. It reminds me, systems, what, it, to me, communication is obvious, why it's so important. But systems also can alleviate the subconscious delineation, if you will, into comfort. It helps keep us within the margins to where we know what needs to be done. And it reminds me of the, the French scientist. Mm. that were doing tests on, some of you may have heard it, some of you may have not, that were doing tests on how, at what temperature do frogs boil. You heard, you remember that story? Oh, yeah, I remember it. So they got the big pots boiling. They take the big bullfrogs, and, I mean, it's just boiling, boiling, boiling. They take the frog, they drop it in. PETA is going to have a field day Hey, not with, with me. Us. Talk to the French. <laughs> so they're the ones that did it, okay? So anyway, they drop the frog in, boom. Frog hits it. It's very uncomfortable. It's hot. Hell, he's surviving. He's getting the hell out of there. You don't like things like that, just like we don't. When we get thrown into a hot situation, we're getting the hell out, right? That's right. Just like you at home. However, if we're not careful and we don't have systems in place, here's what will happen. Same thing happened to the frogs. They realized that it's not about getting the situation hot. It's about getting the frog comfortable. That's right. Without having systems in place, you can just, you know, we're having success today. Yep. We're having success, oh, last three months. You know, we're doing something right. But you don't have systems perfected. It's just like the frog that's in the warm water that he actually enjoys. He was just kind of swimming around, wasn't he? That's it. Little by little, they're turning that heat A little hotter, a little hotter. But he never knew it because he was comfortable. Systems keep you from becoming comfortable is what they'll do. And what happens is once you become comfortable, comfort will kill you, my friends, in business. So make sure you use your systems to keep you away from becoming comfortable comfortable we'll talk about comfort in and of itself in another show it's very important you got it so hey american freedom distillery yep horse soldier yep i want hang on a second put that glass up there i don't know if the camera can see that real good those are i just want to make sure they're equal pours i would agree sometimes people get a little confused about it like i said you poured it equal last week i give you that okay you know he's a little bit different than i am as far as what his uh, tolerance is he likes margaritas i do Doubles. I like whiskey. Uh-huh. He'll drink whiskey with me, and I'll drink a margarita with him. I'll never let him do it by himself. Hey, no bad sex. Never. Seven years, great sex. <laughs> right in the eyes. Ready? To you folks at home and have one Cadillac. Let's do it. Like, subscribe, ring the bell. We'll see you next Friday, folks. Have a great week. Love you guys. See you soon.